Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is The Fan Early Morning Show. It's The Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. So... It's a bit unusual, but Matt Canada spoke yesterday to members of the media. He usually talks on Thursdays, but I uh, decided to talk yesterday. It was actually a game after, uh, or a day after the Penguins game where fans chanted, fire Matt Canada. Yeah, the Penguin game. Now listen, I mean, I, I saw some of you tweet, right, because Ray Fittipaldo with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette he put out there yesterday that he thinks it's starting to get too ridiculous, um, some of this Matt Canada treatment. I mean, you guys got to understand, too. I mean, it, it was it was a Penguin game that these guys were, were chanting at, the fans were chanting at. It's not even like it was a Steeler game. It's not even like Matt Canada could have done anything in that moment to give fans faith. You're at a Penguin game. So I'm still with the sentiment. If you pay for a ticket to a sporting event, you're free to do almost – whatever you want, but, like, I mean, just from a reasonable sense, just from, like, a, you know, from a let's-not-torture-the-guy stance, maybe not the best uh, decision. Now, I also heard somebody tag me in a, in a tweet and said that uh, that Josh Yoey tweeted out, and I saw it, uh, I got tagged in the tweet from Josh Yoey that said, um... Uh, Yoey said, he wouldn't be surprised if the Penguins don't score in the first period or something if Matt Canada chants start to, start to rain in uh, PPG Paints Arena. And I guess he wasn't wrong, so maybe it's Josh Yoey's fault. But uh, at any rate, that's uh, for me, it's a little too much. For me, it's a little too much, and I think it's ridiculous. And I don't think Ray's stance on this is, uh, is unreasonable. And, and again, I mean, you can. Nobody's saying you can't. We're not sitting here saying... You're not allowed to. You can keep going if you want, but don't you know? Don't sit here and say that it's, you know, that our opinions are, are not, are not at least you know to be considered or not you know at least accurate. It is really weird to chant, to fire a coach, of a team that coaches for another sport, in your city. But then again, maybe you know it's fun to to bury a guy who who is, um, not doing his job. Well, so I mean, I mean, there's two sides to it, but I'm still going to err on the side of maybe it's becoming a little, 
a little too much. But have your fun. Hey, if you're going to a sporting event, have your fun, too. I know. I know. It's fun to have Matt Canada be the scapegoat in, like, every situation. So, all right. Well, with that being said, let's talk a little baseball real quick. I do want to listen to Matt Canada's comments as well. I haven't yet listened to them. Um, so I want you guys to be able to hear them. I want you to hear the full clip, and then I want you to react. Um, we got Thursday Night Football tonight on 93.7 The Fan through the Westwood One Radio Network. Uh, it's the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Denver Broncos with Travis Kelsey still uh, questionable for the game. Taylor Swift apparently is going to be there, and I hate to mention that to you, so I won't do it again. But the Chiefs are 4-1. and one. Broncos are 1-4 and four going into that game. Doran and I will have a betting segment coming up during the Fan Morning Show where we'll uh, talk about our parlays, our best bets, uh, for that game, but I mainly tell you this because uh, you could listen to the game if you want to listen to Thursday Night Football. You can here on 93.7 The Fan tonight. Uh, coverage starts around 7.30, and I know kickoff is at 8.15, so listen if you so choose. And Major League Baseball playoffs, they're getting kind of hot and spicy. A um, lot of big storylines coming out of the Major League Baseball playoffs, um, and the most recent one was it last night, the Arizona Diamondbacks and Los Angeles Dodgers played uh, in the division series. Uh, they're both NL West divisional opponents, and the Diamondbacks completed the sweep of the Los Angeles Dodgers yesterday. They won 4-2 to two yesterday and swept that division series. They're moving out of the championship series to play the winner of the Phillies and Braves series. But that series is an interesting one, um, first off, because the Diamondbacks hit four home runs in the first inning. That's the first time that's happened in postseason history, from what I understand. So um, good on them. Also, kind of a demonstration of of baseball's just you know difficulty to make it uh, to make it and to win a World Series. I mean, the Dodgers are consistently good. They're consistently like great every year, putting together nearly 100 win teams, um, if not exceeding far exceeding teams that you know over 100 games those teams win. So. I mean, they're they're consistently good, if not great, every season, and yet they've got one World Series during the pandemic to show for it, right? I mean, the teams that make the playoffs, I think, are, are they're built differently and they're unpredictable, and you never know which team is going to make it all the way or not. So, I mean, when you look at this, I mean, baseball playoffs, I mean, I think they're extra exciting this year just because of all of the, all of the regulations that, you know, have been – implemented all of the new rules that keep the game moving and I think that helps with the excitement um, it reduces those stall tactics which is great and now we're seeing just some surprising games like and I love some of these upsets and I, sometimes I feel bad for the Dodgers I feel like they're just a parody they're not going to break it down because they perform well in the regular season every year but their teams just don't seem like they can last in the playoffs when an underdog comes in and and plays with nothing to lose I think it's what the Diamondbacks did, just as the Padres did the year before. And um, granted, the Dodgers lost to the year before that in 2021, but they did. Um, you know, they didn't win the World Series that year. So they didn't even make it to the championship series in 2021. So, I mean, all of this, uh, all of this just observing and, and watching how these baseball playoffs go and watching how teams perform. We've got exciting teams in the playoffs uh, that have moved on. Um, other than the Astros, I mean, they've been there for seven straight times now, and that kind of makes me want to gag. But, um, oh well. And then the Texas Rangers, something a little bit new. They haven't made it um, 
into the championship series since 2011. Um, and that was the year they went to the World Series, and David Fries of the Cardinals uh, stole game six with a couple big hits and big plays. So, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all really exciting. And part of this is kind of ties into uh, maybe having some optimism for the Pirates to, to make it in, maybe squeak in as a wild card team next season and really shock the world and blow things up. Because um, the teams have performed well throughout the regular season. I mean, they get there and they get those advantages of, of buys and higher status and stuff. But, you know, when it comes down to it, you really never know who could win. And that's the exciting part. And that's why baseball's baseball's so cool. I mean, there are other sports that have the same thing. You have upsets. And that's why you watch the games, because there could be upsets. And sometimes there are upsets when a team has nothing to lose and, and, and gets on a streak. So it's all possible, and that's just how hard it is to 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 win a World Series. I mean, it's so um, you know. With that being said, you know, Major League Baseball playoffs are fun. I like seeing them, and you know, you know, baseball is my favorite sport. If you listen to this, so um, but especially exciting too to see the Diamondbacks make it to the championship series for the first time since 2007, and they hit four home runs in the first inning of that game. Those were the only four runs they scored in the entire game. That's the first time that any team has hit four home runs in a single inning in postseason history, in Major League Baseball postseason history. So that's cool, and I like watching. All right, let's get to Matt Canada's comments now. Um, You can call and reserve phone lines, 412-928-9370. Once the – uh, audio is done playing. That's when I'll start taking calls and racking them up. I do want to hear from some of you as well. If you were at the Penguin game on Tuesday and you were a part of these chants, I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to hear why you think they started or what the atmosphere felt like. I mean, if you were there and you want to call in and you want to share the experience, I just kind of want to know where, where people's heads were at and what made them think to just in unison, everybody in that arena, just start chanting Fire Matt Canada. I'd love to know. Um, and we're going to listen to Matt Canada's comments now again. I'll take calls in maybe 10 minutes. That's about how long this audio clip is. So um, hang on a little bit. Reserve your phone lines. I'm going to start putting people on hold um, in the next 10 minutes once the, once the audio clip's done. I'm going to play the audio clip, take a break, and then after that break we'll talk about Canada and we'll talk about uh, uh, the Penguin game perhaps and anything else you want to mention. 412-928-9370. Give me a call. And now here is... Matt Canada. We're always going to look at the things that we've not done well enough and figure out if it's schematically done, if we're asking players to do things they can, if it's more detail with the players. And we're going to, I think everything on the table is what you, what you do with anybody, we good or bad. So no big change there with that. Man, what have you liked from the offense? I like how hard they played on Sunday. I thought they played really hard. I mean, that's a really, you know, you guys know the rivalry and, the, and what a good team we just played and what a good defense we played. Those those games, I'm not sure how many times those games ever turn out quite, you know, perfect and pretty like everybody might want. I mean, that's what the Ravens games are. So I'm really proud of how they finished there. And, you know, we're not exactly where we want to be, certainly at this point. We're 3-2. and two. Wish we were 5-0 and oh or 4-1, and one, but we're not. But obviously to win the two games we did in our division are big, and we'll just keep working and get ourselves better. Man, we've got, we've got a lot feel- of guys coming back, which is exciting. Where do you feel you need to improve? Everything. Every, you know, that's everything. we got to, we got to get better at staying on the field. First and second down needs to be better, so third down's not as not as you know imperative. We've had too many third downs. Um, obviously, you know, multitude of different things we have got to be better at. Now, last year, your call, like going into the bye, was the agenda to sort of simplify, especially in the run game. And this year, is it about the same thing, or is it actually more about expanding 
the venue? It's so, probably a little bit of both. You know, I mean, I think you, you, you expand what you think you're doing well and what you can do better. Are there things we, you know, worked on in camp that we haven't gotten to for whatever reason? Are there things we're doing that we thought we'd be better at than we are? So not just the run game. I know that's your question, but it's everything. We've got to, we've got to get better at everything. Um, you know, we're not producing enough points, and we know that. Uh, again, I mentioned, you know, we're excited about some of the guys we have coming back. I think that's a positive, you know, getting Tay back, a couple guys up front, hopefully. And, again, nothing's guaranteed yet, but obviously we're just, you know, trying to get ourselves back to that point and looking at everything, you know, simplifying in some areas to your point and, and, and obviously, you know, maybe expanding on some other things. What's the ripple effect to George and Calvin and the rest of the receivers of getting a Deontay Johnson back? Well, obviously, you you got to cover Deontay too, right? I mean, I think that, that you know, you, George is getting quite a bit of double coverage and some of those things, so I think um, – that's going to, you know, get, get Deontay back helps those guys. Getting Pat back helps everybody. So, obviously, you got two big weapons for our offense that we're excited to hopefully have back, and that, that's a big thing for us. Kenny's touchdown pass to George. Um, can you kind of take us through that play, um, all the pre-snap stuff that, that went into it from your vantage point? Yeah, we had a, you know, broke the huddle, had a play called. You know, Kenny did it multiple times through it in this game. You know, we had a cover zero plan, which we've always had. Um, and this, in that exact instance, you know, the routes were kind of called in the huddle, but the protection had to change. So he came out, he saw it, he made the protection adjustment. George, you know, the three guys stayed on what they had because they were, the I'm sorry, the routes that, that they need, you know, that, that worked in that point. You were pressed across the board. So Kenny did a great job, but again, he probably did that three or four times throughout the game, and, and, and everybody did a good job with that. So it worked out, you know, obviously you get to that point, the way these situations of a game, they, they went, you know, they got, they got, you know, aggressive and really excited. Kenny saw it, really excited. The line did a great job and kept the tight end in, did that, and, and GP won his battle and, and did a good job, and it was a big, big play for us. Matt, do you get a sense of Kenny's growing more and more comfortable making adjustments in those moments, and how much more comfortable are you letting him make those Um. Yes, he's probably more more comfortable because I think that comes with time. He's probably you know he's probably got a full season now if you add up the games, right? But I we you know again we did that last year. I know there was but he made those adjustments last year into into that coverage and the fluidity of it happening was clean. You obviously you, you guys were talking about the touchdown, but again it happened multiple times in that game on Sunday and he did it and so confident with him and his ability to see it, confident with the other guys adjusting and not missing, you know not missing those adjustments as we work forward. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. September was truck month at Sun Chevy, but you can still check out their half-ton and three-quarter-ton Silverados. You can also shop online at sunchevy.com. Today, high of 68, low of 49. Uh, cloudy throughout most of the day. Then tomorrow it's going to clear up. Still going to be cold, though. High of 68, low of 48. That's fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. So Matt Canada saying some things, not really saying some things. I appreciate that he's more passionate now when he talks. I think that talking a day early, too, might have benefited him, especially after a Penguin game where they're chanting to fire him, maybe just hearing from him and seeing what his plans are. But, like, even though he seems more impassioned, when he speaks now, he's still not really saying much. He's just like, oh, we got to get better. We got to get better. And then uh, 
uh, a reporter may ask, you know, a more specific question, then he's like, well, I can't get into that with you because, you know, I'm the I'm the offensive coordinator and I don't want to give away our secrets. Uh, one guy asked him, do you, do you give Kenny permission to do like hand signals or uh, to summon hot routes or, or audibles? And he's like, we're not going to get into that. You don't have to tell us exactly what hand signals you're giving. You don't have to tell us what signs you're giving. But, like, I think the whole purpose of that question was to say, hey, are you letting him call some aspects of the offense? I think that's a fair question um, because making changes on the offense could help them get better as an offense entirely to be able to address the defense impromptu. So – I mean, I appreciate his more impassioned speeches lately. Um, you know that he, fe- you know, like when he first started the job, he was just very like he wasn't saying anything, but he also didn't really have a personality. Now he's got a little more personality in there, but he's still not really saying much. Yeah, we just got to get better. We just got to get better. Hey, we got to keep getting better. So you know, and I'm getting tired of that. I don't like hearing that. Like, yeah, let's get better. Okay, how though? What what a what's not your entire strategy, but like you know something other than two that we're going to get injured players back I'm not a huge fan of that either so um th- that's my opinion uh, if you want to call in you can talk to me 412-928-9370 you can also hit me up on x at callus underscore three three that's c-a-l-l-a-s underscore three three and on the line now we got Roland from Castle Shannon good morning Roland what's up Roland are you there I'm sorry Nick can you hear me I can hear you what's up Hey, Nick, real, real quick. I'm going to walk through five bullets, and I have a question for you. I'm going to hang up. Okay. The, the comparison between the Penguins and the Steelers, real quick, both have rookie GMs that are very aggressive that have put together championship rosters. Both teams missed the playoffs in 2023, 2022 and 2023. Right. Both have questionable owners with Art taking over for his dad, Dan, with six Super Bowls, and Art having zero and an FSG taken over from Mario with five Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. Both have a questionable head coach that have championship pedigrees that both think they have lifetime jobs because of their pedigree. And in the case of Tomlin, he's got some issues with, as you know, Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. There's also questions with the most important position on both of those rosters. With the Steelers, it's quarterback. Obviously, it's goaltending with Tristan Jari and now Nadelkovic. The other big question you have about both of the coaches is desperation. In, in hockey, you need to win the first round. That's all, often, often the most challenging round, round on the way to the Cup. In, in the Super Bowl, like in Super Bowl 43, can you lead a two-minute drive to win a game? The problem with both teams is they don't play every single play in every single game, like it's Game 7, the Stanley Cup Finals, like it's the final two minutes of Super Bowl 43. And I'll shut up. My question for you is, what are the chances John Gruden gets hired to replace Matt Canada? Thank you so much. <laughs> Roland, it's always a pleasure. What? Probably zero. Probably zero. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Um, but it made me laugh. It made me giggle. Yeah, no. Not going to happen, though. Uh, but I, your your points are all valid, though. I mean, maybe ownership has something to do with both of those teams struggling. Uh, although, I, I can't even say that the Penguins are struggling. FSG came in and hired Ron Hextall, and that didn't work out well, and then they fired him. So that's okay. Like, like they made a decision, and the decision didn't really work out, so they fired most of the front office and brought in the hottest hire. So I can't fault FSG for that necessarily. I mean, we can hold them accountable to, you know, hiring Hextall and that entire um, other front office group in the first place. But, you know, in the end, 
to hold them accountable, we say, hey, why'd you do that? Can you get rid of these guys? And then they ended up getting rid of those guys. So I can't really say that, you know, FSG, I can't really blame them yet in their ownership because they made a mistake and I have more respect for them firing Hextall and cleaning the front office out and getting the hottest available guy in that moment to replace those those guys. I guess technically uh, Kyle Dubas is replacing like all three of those uh, guys that got uh, canned because he's the director of hockey operations and his own general manager. But you get my point. Like that's a little bit different where the Penguins are right now. They're still feeling out to do with those guys, and and one game doesn't make the season. But you know it is frustrating to see them lose the first game of the year. But still, I mean it's it's hard to blame FSG if they make a mistake, if they make a poor hire. Well, they they got rid of that poor hire and they brought in somebody who, um, so far I th- I think has done a better job and has been more lively with the group. Now, as for the Steelers, we've got a little bit more time now with Art Rooney too, and we've seen okay. Well, they're still keeping Tomlin around and they're letting Tomlin keep a guy like Matt Canada around, and and you know the team is in perpetual mediocrity. And in that case, that's a little more frustrating. And that one I can see, like, okay, that's that's a little more reasonable to be frustrated with the Steelers because there's we, we've seen more of the Steelers' struggles and the Steelers settling for mediocrity, um, you know, than, than, than we've seen the Penguins so far under their new ownership group. So a little bit of a difference, but, you know, they, they are kind of in just a perpetual cycle of we're, we're good – to make the playoffs or be close to the playoffs, but we're not good enough to contend for a championship seriously. Got one more call, 412-928-9370. Hey, make it brief for me, all right? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, hey, what's going on? What's your name? Uh, Jerry from Aliquippa. All right, Jerry, make it quick. Yeah, the very quick. Um, I was wondering if the rumors were true out there that uh, Byron left, which reach out to the Steelers. Oh, the, that's no, that's not a rumor. That's been confirmed. He reached out and the Steelers have not gotten back to him. They don't seem interested in hiring him for any services. He reached wow. out. Yeah, thanks for the call, Jerry. Yeah, so that's that's all been confirmed. The, the PM team talked about it yesterday. I heard them when I was listening. Yeah, Mark Caboli kind of kind of uh, planted that seed on the morning show. And no, that's all true. Byron Leftwich did indeed um, reach out to the Steelers, and the Steelers did not give him a response. It wasn't even to be OC. It was just to be an offensive consultant, and the Steelers didn't reach back out to him. So that's not a rumor. That's that's now confirmed. I'm confirming it here for you, Jerry, and for anybody out there listening. Uh, Leftwich reached out to the Steelers, and the Steelers did not give him a response. Byron Leftwich reached out just to be an offensive consultant, not even the, OC, the offensive coordinator, and um, the Steelers did not respond. So that's all true. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 